Welcome to the Big Talk Podcast, where we chat all things business and personal development related, totally unfiltered and unscripted. I'm your host, Amanda Davies, and I'm here to help you transform into the leader you were born to be, stand apart from the competition, and most importantly, share your message with the world in a big, big way. Are you ready? Welcome once again to Big Talk. Now, there's a message that's really been coming through for me today, which is about people looking outside of themselves for answers, looking outside of themselves for power, looking outside of themselves for freaking everything. And I see this a lot. I've been in this industry for quite some time now. Um, obviously, prior to that, I was in corporate for 15 years and I, I even saw it there. Uh, and this is something that I'm starting to really feel so, so passionate about. It's something that keeps coming up time and time again whenever I journal, whenever I do live streams, whenever I'm posting, whenever I'm doing videos like this. It's just, it's something that just seems to want to move through me. And I've learned that I need to trust my intuition. I need to trust what's coming up for me. Okay. Um, and obviously there is stuff that I know that comes up that is meant for me exclusively, just like there is stuff that's going to come up for you. That's meant for you exclusively. Not everything is meant to be shared, but this is one of those things that needs to be shared. All right. So I wanted to talk a little bit about giving your power away about looking externally to yourself for the answers, particularly when it comes to things like your purpose or doing your purpose work two different-ish things, obviously intricately linked, but different. I see so many people feeling lost and caught up in the day-to-day, everyday shitstorm that is life. (laughs) I see people caught up on the commuter trains. I see people caught up in their jobs. I see business owners completely knee-deep in managing clients or managing contracts or doing the business, doing their admin. I see mums and dads running around after their children. I see busy people everywhere, busy people everywhere. And you'll notice I'm holding something. I'm going to talk about this in a minute. Unfortunately, what I believe that means is that we tend to look for others to solve quite deep problems for us. I think understanding our purpose or wanting to understand our purpose in life or wanting to make a meaning and an impact is part of the human condition. I really believe that. I really believe everyone is here to do uh, their purpose work into the, in the world. I really believe that. Some people, only some people fulfill that though, which is why I think the vast majority of people who maybe don't make time to understand what exactly their purpose work is or understand really what sets their soul on fire are often prepared to throw money at the problem. And I put a post in my group earlier today about this. I see it happen a lot where People just want someone else to solve it for them and give them the answer, okay? And there's a lot of people who have made a lot of money based on this human condition. And I kind of want to talk a little bit about this today. So number one, you have the answers inside of you. You need to make the time to do the work. You need to discover those answers. You need to trust those answers. You need to trust yourself in following your intuition and your inner guidance, No one else has the answers for you. And in the post that I put earlier today, I spoke about uh, the Temple of Apollo in Greece, which I was fortunate enough to visit when I was still a kid, really. Uh, And, you know, I was obsessed with Greek, ancient Greek culture and, and history and things like that. I still am. Absolutely love ancient sites. I love the mysticism. I love it all. But the ironic thing is, as you know, when I was telling that story in my post this morning in my group, 
when I was telling this story, the really fascinating part of the Temple of Apollo is that it housed the Delphic Oracle. Okay, Temple of Apollo sat on the sacred side of Delphi. Uh, the Delphic Oracle was someone that military commanders, men and women from all over the country back in ancient times, we're talking like 700 BC here, would come and visit this person who would sit on a three-legged chair as the myth kind of goes. She would sit on a three-legged chair and she would uh, prophesize, she would tell fortunes, people would come to her, military generals in particular would come and ask about uh, how is this battle going to go, you know, between Athens and Sparta? Who's going to win, for example? So she would go through and she would prophesize all of this stuff. Now, I think that's really cool, by the way. Like, I love the stories around this. I love it. But the most interesting and ironic part of it all is, is that outside of the temple of Apollo, on the forecourt area, were these famous inscriptions, this famous inscription that said, Know thyself. Know thyself, very, very famous words. Socrates spoke about it. We've had all sorts of people talking about what does it mean to know thyself? We have people even now in the modern age, obviously making millions and billions of dollars of helping people know themselves better, which I think is a wonderful thing, by the way, helping people know themselves better. There's a very clear distinction around what I'm talking about in a sec. Helping know themselves better. Now, the ironic thing is these people would come and visit the Oracle. They would have to walk right past this incredible kind of um, branded kind of stone. It was a stone that said, know thyself. They would have to walk past that to get to the Oracle. Now, don't you think that's ironic? Don't you think that's ironic? Because really, if you look at one of the biggest military commanders, for example, that would come in, speak to the Delphic Oracle, I, I believe, if my history serves me correctly, he was asking about the, the Peloponnesian Wars and the outcome of that. Athens versus Sparta, who was going to win? Who was going to be in control? Uh, he, had, he was the most experienced military general. He had all of the answers. He knew how to lead. He knew how to do the work. But there was still something inside of him that felt he needed to default or defer to an outside source whilst walking past the stone that said, know thyself. Now, the reason why I bring this up is because I see it happening all the time. Like I said at the beginning of this video, I see this happen a lot, particularly in the personal development space, the online coaching industry. People looking outside of themselves for answers. Now, this does not mean, as I said, you don't get support, you don't get guidance, you get support or help along the way if you're in that place where you're like what the like what is my purpose where what is what is it that i'm here to do what sets my soul on fire you know the answer to that if you feel like you need someone to help you unwrap some of the layers to help ask you a question that's help it's going to help reveal some of that to you that is the purpose of a coach that is the purpose of someone who can really help you through this step by step by step, a very talented person that can help you with this. But under no circumstances can that person give you the answer. And the thing that I have the problem with is when I see online coaches in particular saying, work with me one session, I'm going to tell you what I see. And it's like, frankly, we shouldn't be interested in what you see, love, because this is about helping the person facilitate an answer. This is about helping the client get to their own truth. I am very suspicious and very, very skeptical, and I don't like it when people say, oh, you have blocks here, or you're holding yourself back there, or what part of yourself are you hiding over here? 
and fine to ask those questions if it's coming from a place of true service to the client, not positioning yourself as someone who is all seeing and all knowing and has all of the bloody answers. I have a real problem with that. And it happens a lot. Oh, I can see something in you. Oh, um, I think you should uh, like your gifts. I'm getting like a really strong hit. Your gifts are in this. You don't know the person love like, that's my rant on that, but be very, very cautious, be very cautious and be very patient because you are here to do your work. You are here to do your work. Now going to, to the, can sort of continue with like the outside sources thing, right? I was holding this up during this live stream. Okay. It is a black onyx pointer. It's a crystal stone. I've also got black ink on my hand. Apparently. Um, I also have things like uh, oils and stuff like that. Now under no circumstances, do I look to these things to give me power or strength or to really help me with anything. Now this isn't to sort of, you know, shit on people's beliefs. If you do have a belief and you have a certain spirituality around this stuff, I, really like power to you. But for me personally, I don't necessarily believe that this stone has any kind of innate properties that are, are kind of going to do the work for me or help me necessarily from a, a metaphysical perspective on my journey. Right. Not to say I don't love stones and crystals. Obviously I have lots of them. I think they're beautiful and I think they kind of, they serve a different purpose, which I'll talk about in a sec. But you know, some people would say that this stone is a very powerful stone it has protective properties and I don't believe anybody needs protecting from anything. Just want to make that really clear. Uh, it has protective properties, but it also has very earthy and grounding properties as well. I picked this up in New York, by the way. Um, I really love this stone, but for me, it serves a much more powerful purpose. And let me tell you what that purpose is. The purpose is a trigger. And that's why I titled this video, uh, crystals, wizardry and performance psychology. It's like, do those things go together? Uh, yeah, they do. And this is why, because although I don't, you know, for me, the jury's out on whether this kind of has any innate properties, obviously it does in terms of a crystalline structure and biological kind of a viewpoint, but whether this has any metaphysical properties, the jury's out for me on that. I used to believe that they do, things have changed for me, but for me, this serves more as a psychological trigger. And now let me tell you what I mean by this. Throughout the day, we have dozens and dozens of, of what we call transitions, transitional moments. So where we get out of the car and we walk through the front door, uh, that's a transition where we finish up at work and then we become mummy or daddy or partner that's a transition. When we uh, get up in the morning, get out of bed, go to brush our teeth, have a shower, that's a transition. There are all these transition moments throughout your day. One of the biggest transition moments that I experience throughout my day recurringly is moving into coach Amanda, moving from maybe writing or um, doing a blog or learning or doing something myself into becoming a coach, working with my clients, having breakthrough calls or prospect calls with people. Now, what this does is it serves as a trigger. Now, all of the highest performers rather in the world have performance triggers. And it's something that I would definitely recommend that you set up. If you're looking to really um, increase your A game, or if you're really looking to perform at your best in particular situations. Now, it doesn't mean slapping on a mask. I'm going to talk about that in a sec. 
but managing transitions is really important. So I know, for example, this will sit on my desk all day. And then when I go on to a client call, I pick this stone up and I put it into my right hand pocket. I also put my earphones in. Just doing those two things sets me up psychologically to go into coach Amanda mode, right? Because I know my clients need me on my A game in that moment. Even if I'm feeling like shit, even if I've got a headache, even if I don't feel like it, right? Because this is about mastering and owning your role and owning your craft. It doesn't mean slapping on a mask. Doesn't mean slapping on a mask. What it does mean is managing and taking ownership for your energy and setting the intentions around what you want to bring to that call or that particular situation or that new transition. And I talk about this a lot when I teach leadership as well, which is your personality is your personality, right? This is my personality. You're seeing all of me, right? But I know that when I'm going to do a video, or when I'm going to speak to my clients, I just need to dial up certain parts of my already innate personality. doesn't mean that I pretend to be something I'm not, like, no thanks. It's about dialing things up. Like, I'm a passionate person, naturally. Uh, but I know that when I get on camera, I just want to dial that up a little bit more. I'm an introvert, naturally. But I know that in order to do this work and fulfill my purpose work in the world, I need to speak and communicate to people. Like I can't just be kind of like, oh, you know, like in my own little world. Like I need to learn to speak to people and communicate my craft, right? Which means that I need to dial up a little bit of the extroversion, okay? Um, so I'm, you know, I'm not an extreme introvert. I kind of sit a little bit more on the middle kind of to the introvert side. But I know that I get a lot of my energy from being in my own company and recharging, but I know that in order to communicate and do my purpose work, it's more important to me that I kind of dial up that part of me that loves people and is still social and all that sort of stuff, right? So it's about understanding yourself, knowing thyself in here and knowing that you have the power within you. Nothing like this or like this or any deck of Oracle cards or any mystic anyone is going to give you, any coach is going to give you, any consultant is going to give you. And now for some wise words by Lao Tzu. And I quote, at the center of your being, you have the answer. You know who you are and you know what you want. So it's about picking and choosing your team and being discerning discerning, knowing that the person that you work with, if you, for example, you, you feel really called to work with a coach around maybe like a life coach, for example, know that they cannot do the work for you. They cannot give you the answers. This is not something that you can outsource. You can't fucking outsource your purpose. You can't. Same as when I work with business clients. Okay. So I can help uh, with the mindset blocks and shifts. I can help with the, the strategy and communications and how to get your message out there and book clients, I cannot do the work for you. It's like I've built the best gym for people, but if you don't get your ass out of bed and get to the gym, then what's the point? This is why so many people just on the weight loss example, it's so much easier to go down to Barnes and Noble or Angus and Robertson or Foils in the UK and buy 10 books on weight loss rather than actually go to the gym. Same thing with your purpose work. You just need to trust what comes up.
because you already know the answers. You need to do the work. If that means deep journaling, if that means really working with someone who can hold a mirror up to you, who can ask you the questions, not some idiot that's going to pretend that they know all of the answers. And I, I'm really like annoyed that there are people out there profiting from this, but I'm more annoyed that people are willing to throw their, their power away and throw money at a problem rather than do the actual work, right? So it's like, it's almost like, oh, I was thinking about this actually this morning. It's like The Wizard of Oz, right? Dor fucking Dorothy. It's like my favorite movie of all time. I used to watch it over and over and over as a kid. Like, ask my mom. I drove everybody nuts watching <laughs> The Wizard of Oz on repeat. Never-ending Story was another one. I loved those kind of like fantasy kind of kids movies. Anyway, the power was within you all along. That is the message from Glinda, the Good Witch of the North, right? It's like, Dorothy, like, what are you doing, frankly? Like, you've had the power. You want to go back to Kansas? You had the power to do so all along. And guess what? These friends of yours that you've met along the way, the scarecrow, the whoever he was, the tin man and the, the lion, those qualities that they have or lacked, all of that is just a mirror back to Dorothy around maybe what she's missing. You know, the fact that she can't recognize the fact that she's smart and intelligent, that she has a heart, that she is courageous. So it's three qualities of a friend, right? All of those things she has innately within us, within her, she has that power, but she still walks down the yellow brick road looking for the land of Oz and the Wizard of Oz to, to maybe help give her that power herself. But actually, she's freaking got it, right? And even when she gets to Oz, she realizes that the wizard is just some old dude behind a curtain, like pulling some levers. Like it's all a farce. She has the power. She has the ruby slippers, right? They're her power. Now, ruby slippers, black onyx, oils, mystics, psychics, whatever, you have the power. You have that. And so I just, I wanted to just come on and talk about this today because this message needs to go far and wide, right? It needs to go far and wide. You have the power. Please don't give it away. Please don't defer to others. Find people who can help you hold, hold a mirror up and show you maybe what's kind of within that you maybe can't quite see because of the layers and the, the fears or the insecurities or lack of confidence is built up and up and up. Help someone to kind of help rip that away with you, not for you, right? So this is my message. Trust. Feel what's in your gut. Feel what's in your body. Feel the energy moving through you, okay? Moving through you. What is that purpose work? That you're here to do in the world. The need, the, the need is there. The world needs what you've got to say. The world needs what you've got to say. Whatever mess you've experienced, whatever busyness or circumstances you have going on in your life right now, all of that is happening for you. It's all happening for a reason. It's all happening as a way for you to start pulling those incredible bulbs of amazingness out of that dirt and that mud because those are the things that are going to spring up bright and that's the stuff that the world needs okay all of those little weird bulbs of whatever that have been planted the world needs that we don't have enough of it and i hear people saying oh you know the industry is so crowded and it's like there's so many people with the same purpose as me well guess what no shit because we're being called. There's so many more people in the world that are feeling called to live a life less ordinary, to do their purpose work in the world. Okay. 
Who cares? There is no monopoly on God. There is no monopoly on purpose. There are more people in need of this work now, guys, than there ever has been. And now is the perfect time. Why? Because we have a platform. If you've got a phone in your hand, if you've got a laptop or a computer, you're watching this, you are privileged enough to have your own TV show if you want one. You are privileged enough to have your own radio station if you want one. You've just got to get out of your way and trust yourself and trust your message and start getting it out there in a big, big way. All right? So that was my message for today. It was coming through really strong. My suitcase, I'm packing to go to New York. Um, this is big, guys. Big, big, big. And I'm sorry if, if anyone has maybe felt a little bit offended if I've been a bit dismissive of, you know, spiritual concepts or whatever. Uh, again, guys, I'm here to speak my truth. Uh, this is what I see. This is what I know. Um, I've worked with people for many, many years now in this. And I know that the single biggest thing that moves the needle is you making the decision, you showing up, you owning your shit, you owning your decisions, you owning your purpose work and you showing up to that every single day. No one can do the lifting for you. You can go to the gym. The trainer's not going to lift the weights. You've got to do it. Okay. You can get encouragement, you can get support, you can get helps and tips and advice, but you've got to own it. No more deferring, okay? No more deferring. So this is not judgment, this is not criticism, okay? I've been here myself, so I understand what it's like to kind of want to look outside of yourself. But my biggest message in this world is that you have the answers and they are seeded deep within your heart. You just need to have the courage to go dig for them, okay? Dig for the answers, uh, dig up those incredible bulbs, those seeds that need to be planted in the world. The world needs it, okay? Bye, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. And remember, the world needs you on point and showing up as you. I'm your host, Amanda Davies, and see you again very, very soon. Bye for now.